0: Let's open our Bibles. Good to see everybody here tonight. We want to welcome those that are watching online. God bless you. Hallelujah. God bless you. Hallelujah. Amen. I know and I trust you had a wonderful day today as I had. Praise God. Matthew, the ninth chapter. uh, This is our foundational. Uh, We've been talking about how Jesus uh, talked to the man and answered the man. uh, Actually gave him a question just like he asked Jesus. But let's look at it. Matthew, the ninth chapter, verses 28, the Bible says, and when he was come into the house of the blind men, came to him and said, Jesus uh, said unto them, believe, Je- and Jesus said unto them, believe ye that I am able to do this. They said unto him, yeah, Lord. Then he touched either eye, saying, according to your faith, be it unto you. Amen. And their eyes were open. So according to your faith, Jesus wants to talk about faith if jesus was to ask you today it's about your faith it's according to your faith hallelujah amen and say with me it's according to my faith it's according to my faith faith. hallelujah amen but the church the the church somehow has changed this and the reason why I, i i'm saying this is because we have to root out any little um things that are in our heart and our mind that says, well, it's up to, it's God's will, amen? I heard it today on the radio. Uh, they were, they were, I was listening to a radio station and they said, it's God's will, it's God's will. Whatever takes place, it's God's will. And I said, no, <laughs> it's up to us. God has given us the will, hallelujah, amen? And so the church has changed this to according to God's will, amen? And the way it's been taught or been uh, talked about um, I know that many have been taught like this, and many talk about it, and uh, it, it's, it, it's not the way God intended us for us to be taught. God already healed us through Jesus Christ, amen. How many people know that? God has already healed us through Jesus Christ, amen. So in other words, it's not, uh, well, I hope it's God's will for him, for him to heal me. No, you, you just don't know the Bible. It is God's will. You are healed already, hallelujah, amen. And then we found out in Mark, quickly go to Mark now, hallelujah, amen. There, there's so much here, but we got to get a hold of it, hallelujah, amen. We got to get a hold of it, and Teresa, uh, Claire, and Sophia, you get a hold of the Bible, okay. Mark, the ninth chapter, verses 22, hallelujah, amen. Mark 9, 22, the Bible says this, uh, and this is about the father that brought the boy to Jesus, and verse twenty-two it says, "And often it had cast him into the fire, and into the waters to destroy him. But if thou canst do anything, have compassion us and help us." Here we see again. First of all, the disciples couldn't do anything, right? So here's this man is pleading if Jesus would do something. How many people know that? That's almost begging, right? And I've heard people say, "I beg you, Lord. I beg you, Lord. I beg you, turn this around for me. I beg you. I plead with you, God. I promise I'll serve you the rest of my life." Hallelujah, amen. So here we see that this man is putting responsibility on Jesus. And then Jesus puts it back on him. Amen. We saw that very clearly. Because man has a free will. Do you know all of us have a free will? We have a free will. God's giving you a free will. Either you choose blessings or you choose cursings. right? And I'd rather choose blessing. Amen. And so we find out that we choose to believe in Jesus and in the word. Or, very clear, listen to what I'm going to say, or we choose to reject and rebel. Now notice this, when we reject the walk of faith, you're rebelling against God. And so we're, we're no different than the children of Israel that rebelled against Jesus, right, or against God. And so you have to realize that religiosity or religion has taught us that, uh, you know, uh, we, we just got to see if it's God's will, uh, uh, according you know uh, according to this right but how many people know that right there that person is just rejecting what jesus already did amen come on church can you say wow, wow. listen folks when when you feel a symptom immediately say father i thank you i'm healed amen. come on girls go over there, back there straighten them out come on girls listen to this immediately say i'm already healed amen. Say with me i'm already healed Come on, church, amen. And so we have to realize that we are healed already. Hallelujah, amen. And I choose to believe God. I choose to believe. I, I don't want to rebel and I don't want to reject. Tell your neighbor, I don't want to rebel and I don't want to reject, amen. Now notice what it says in the Good News Bible, verses 23, chapter 9, 923. It says, yes, said Jesus, if you yourself can, everything is possible for the person who has faith. Now notice this yes jesus said if you yourself can't everything or can everything is possible for the person who believes i mean i believe, I believe. and it's possible. And possible this is now you got to work on that you got to practice that practice that especially when you're going through trials Practice it when, when something just slaps your out of the head and, and it looks like it's a big mountain. Just practice it, say it, say it, say it, say it, and believe it. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, let's go to 1 Peter. Hallelujah. And we, we covered about that, but I want to spend some more time on this. Hallelujah. In the book of 1 Peter. 1 Peter, the first chapter. First Peter, the first chapter, verse, uh, chapter, um, verses seven. Now, we talked about this uh, Sunday that all of us go through some testings, which really were trials. A trial is a test. Um, It's not God sent. It's, it's the enemy trying to bring you down, trying to discourage you, trying to cause you to weaken your faith but how many people know that at that very moment it becomes a test of your faith that's why we have to fight the good fight of faith amen every one of us i mean myself every one of us we have to constantly fight the good fight of faith now notice what it says here that the trial of your faith remember the trial which is a testing that the testing of your faith being much more precious much more precious than of gold that perisheth though it be tried with fire and this is the way some feel though it be tried with fire might be found unto praise and honor and glory at the period of jesus christ now notice this a lot of us we think about when we read scripture like that that yes when jesus comes and he appears we're going to we're going to pass the test but literally what this scripture is telling us, yes, Jesus is coming. He's, he, we're building ourselves in faith, but there is an anointing on you. When you're going through a trial, there is a presence that comes on you to make you an overcomer. That. How many of you know what I'm talking about? You see what I'm saying? Have you ever felt the anointing on you whenever something has hit you hard? It seemed like it just carries you. It's almost like you're riding a wave over that situation, right? Well, this is what he's talking about right here. Now let's keep reading verses, uh, verses eight, whom having not seen you love in whom though now you see him not. Yet believing ye rejoice with with joy unspeakable and full of glory. So in other words, faith is very precious. As though Jesus is coming, amen. And it's very rare to a believer. Now notice what I'm going to say. Not every believer of Jesus has this precious faith. Not every believer that loves, and there's many people that love the Lord, but they're, they're not walking in faith. They're walking in just uh, uh, not knowing the Word. But what you and I are grasping on and getting a hold of, it's very rare. It's a rare type of faith, it's a precious faith. Real faith in God is very rare. So, by you learning this or coming to the service and we're learning this, and and Jesus has taken us to another level of faith, folks, listen, it's valuable, it's precious, more than gold, more than precious stones, more than anything costly upon this earth. Oh my goodness, the angels do not understand this power that you and I have because they're spiritual beings. Uh, The angels can't get saved. You can. He saved you. Jesus saved you. So he's given you God's faith. Uh, Have the kind, the faith of God. Have the God kind of faith. So it is very special. And so anybody can have it. But a lot of people don't have it. Now, isn't that amazing? Many don't. Now, I, I preached in many churches and wonderful people. Uh, wonderful people, and I thank God that he's allowed me to preach at churches that need to know this, uh, they're, they're still, uh, you know, uh, into other things, and faith is not the strong thing they're in, and so when I visit them, uh, I know that to them, they get excited, but they have to be taught to fulfill that excitement, to move into that new realm, right, And once they get uh, taught the word, then they just move into a higher level. And I'm going to tell, and I tell many pastors, you better be ready. Because listen, once the people of God want to know faith, they're going to draw on you to learn faith. And if you're stuck on something else and and, and you're not feeding them faith, then they're going to go look for a faith church. Say, I'm going to look for a faith church in the Lord. And that's what it's about finding that faith place hallelujah amen and how many people know that you found your faith church amen hallelujah having faith in god and let me say this is having faith now get a hold of this in the living god and notice what i'm going to say people don't realize faith is having faith in the living god in a living god Hallelujah. Amen. Not just something that echoes out there as, as well, pastors, we've got to have faith. And if you separate God from it, it doesn't work. Faith that you and I use and from the Word, it's in God Himself. It's God in us. Hallelujah. Amen. Verses 8. Look at verses 8 now. And listen to what it says in verses 8, um, where we were. The Bible says this, whom having not seen you love... In whom though now you see him not yet believing, you rejoice with joy unspeakable and full of glory. So in other words, faith is believing and rejoicing. Say with me, I'm rejoicing. rejoicing. Now notice this, get your rejoicing right. Come on, church. Faith is believing and rejoicing now before you see it. And it's, it's, it's almost like you're not believing and you're not rejoicing that means you're not having faith and this is the key if you're not rejoicing when you speak faith then you're not really in faith you're just saying what the pastor said or you're just saying well god did say for us to speak to that mountain i speak to that mountain be cast in the sea okay amen all righty well praise god well oh let's just uh, go on and finish the dish work the dishes in the kitchen let's go get some gas what what happened to the rejoicing part see see once you rejoice faith is is the connector here so so if I'm going to believe speaking to that mountain then I walk away from that mountain rejoicing hallelujah come on hallelujah rejoicing so if you're not believing you're not rejoicing you're not in faith And that's what many people need. Many people, many people are not rejoicing while they're in faith. Uh, As Jerry Savell says, while you're waiting in the waiting room, hallelujah, do the rejoicing. Come on, church, amen, in the waiting room, hallelujah, amen. Go meet a second Peter now, Uh, second Peter, the first chapter, hallelujah. Let's look at verses, uh, second Peter, verses one, Simon Peter, a servant, an apostle of Jesus Christ to them that have obtained like precious faith. This is it. Just not uh, opposite of this, but precious faith with us through the righteousness of God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Listen to what it says. Grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God. Say what I mean, knowledge of God. So you have to know the will of God in order for faith to be strong in you. Come on, church. The will of God is knowing the word. Uh, The more that you know the plan of God for your life, then you're easily uh, 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 moving into faith. You're easily uh, excited about faith, but you gotta know the will of God. You gotta know how to pray. You've gotta know how to believe. You gotta know how to put your faith on. Come on, church, hallelujah, amen. And so we find here it's the will of God, knowing the will of God. Now notice what it says in verse three. Uh, let me just say this. Knowing the will of God sets you up for verses 3. Are you, look at verses 3 now. According as, as his divine power hath given us altogether all things. Are you in 2 Peter, the first chapter? All right? Listen to what it says. According as divine power hath given unto us altogether all things that pertain unto life. Oh, you're not saying it with me unto all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that has called us to glory and virtue. There it is again, knowledge. See, you've got to have the knowledge or the will of God. You've got to know the will of God. Come on, church. When a lawyer walks into the courtroom, he knows the law, he knows the precedents, and he goes right to the point and causes a a complete turnaround in a case why because he's supported by what he knows he's supported by the precedent if a lawyer doesn't go in there then the lawyer loses because he didn't know and that's how many that's why many successful lawyers make it because they know the will of the law they know the law by, by studying, and they know every precedent going all the way back uh, whenever the, uh, the, the judiciary system was, was formed, whenever the law was given, right? So we have to realize this is the same way it is by coming to church, hearing CDs, of, uh, listening to YouTube Christian mo- uh, uh, messages, uh, or, or, you know, listening to faith, folks. Listen, this is where it's at. You know the will of the Lord. Come on, church, amen. We learn the will of the Lord, hallelujah, amen. And we're still learning. Come on, church, I'm still learning, you're still learning, and we will forever be learning. Even when we get to heaven, you're going to be taking classes, learning. I want to go to the class of Jesus, amen. And from there, I want to go talk to Moses and Abraham, amen. And some could come to my class if y'all want to, hallelujah, amen. Come on, church, amen. Always Always a teacher, always a teacher, amen, praise God. So in other words, it's knowing the will of God. Say with me, I have to know the will of God for faith to be strong. We're in class tonight, and that's what we're learning. We're learning how to move mountains. We're learning how to bring manifestations of His glory into our life. We're learning to cause breakthroughs in this day that we're living. Hallelujah. Now, go with me to Romans talking about the will of the Lord. Uh, and so the will of the Lord and faith go hand in hand. Amen. If we don't know the will, then it's hard for us to use faith. If we know the will, then it's easy for us to go ahead and say, no, that's, that's the will of the Lord. Devil, you're a liar. This is what the Lord says. Hallelujah. Amen. Romans, the 12th chapter. Hallelujah. Romans 12, verses 1. And this is where uh, we're going to see something very powerful that's going to help you. I believe today it's going to open up an understanding that you're going to have. Amen. Verses 1. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, that's you and me by the mercies of God that you present your bodies a living sacrifice holy acceptable unto God which is your reasonable service amen and be not conformed to this world i'm going to read that again and be not conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove, get a hold of that, that you may prove what is that good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. There's that will of God. you got to know it. But let's go back to something very important. Verses 2. Be not conformed to this world, but be transformed. Be transformed. So in other words, don't be conformed, but be transformed. Don't accept Being conformed into this world system, but be transformed by the Word of God from this world system. And let me tell you something, sometimes we've got to be strong against the things that the world tries to put into our thinking. Tolerance is the first step toward conformity. If you're going to tolerate things, then you're going to conform to it. You're going to tolerate by, uh, and let me just put this right now. I got to put this right here because this would mess up your faith walk. If you listen, if you're watching movies that have curse words, this is the reason why. I know uh, movies entertain, and that word entertain means you're just letting the movie carry you into the abyss. uh, Entertainment means you're not thinking. You know, sometimes I get, I know I need to w- look at the Word, but sometimes I'll tell my wife, you know what, I've just been put, putting too much in my mind, let me just go watch a good Western. What did I just say? Now, it sounds, it sounds, it sounds simple, but what I was saying was, let me turn off my mind from hearing the Word that's going to transform me, and let me just be very lazy, not using my mind, and get into the, uh, this, this movie right and now i use a simple movie by western but there's people that look at our movies and they're christians they go to church and they're listening to these cuss word movies see you've already tolerated that curse into your heart now faith oh your spirit man now is battling that now i say this when you speak to that mountain you've got to have the word in your spirit so if you have a mountain, if you've been watching all these curse movies, guess what? You're not gonna move that mountain because what's in you is cursing. And that's totally against the Word of God now. Now I know that may sound strange, but, but I know what I'm talking about because I've been there and I notice when my faith is weak, when I allow my flesh to be conformed or, or to, 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 of this world. Come on church, amen? So in other words, be ye, remo- be, uh, uh, be conformed. Uh, don't be conformed, but be transformed, amen? People are wanting to be accustomed to the new norm. Look at it again, verse 2. Be not conformed to this world, but be ye transferred by the renewing of your mind. Renewing of your mind. Notice, the mind is the gateway to your spiritual place. Notice this. Uh, God gave you a mind. And that's where your process is. That's where you hear by your senses and your hearing. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing of the word of God. Amen. Fear comes by hearing and hearing by the word of Satan. So, you, you know, you're getting your ear hearing and your mind is hearing all this. And really it's the gateway to your spirits and so we have to learn to push this this aside which is the, the enemy and the world and get more in the word now notice this it's possible folks it's possible to enjoy a good movie a wholesome movie study the movie and make sure there's nothing wrong with it and it's good to have a great night experience in a good movie but you can't always allow that to fill your spirit yeah, you walk away spirit, or You walk away excited about a good movie, but it's gotta be that Word that's gotta get in you. Come on, church, amen. Do, do what, what, what I like to do, is I like to watch a good movie, and then I spend about an hour, I'm gonna spend an hour in the Word now, hallelujah, amen. Come on, church, and see, your flesh now will say, don't watch too, too much TV now, amen. <laughs> amen. So in other words, we gotta renew our mind, that you may prove what is good and acceptable. And here it is, the perfect will of God. You've got to know the perfect will of God. You've got to know the perfect will of God. Amen. Hallelujah. So in other words, transforming our mind is the gate to our spirits. Transforming our mind. Amen. Remember I talked about Wednesday, Sunday, uh, be, be strong in your mind. Be focused. Have a concentration on you that is strong. Hallelujah. Amen. Do not be loopy. You remember that? I said loopy. Do not be loopy. I got a, I got a text today of a person. I used to go to the church and, and, uh, and, you know, got to talk with her. And she said very clearly, I thought maybe she saw her sermon. She says, uh, uh, please forgive me. I'm just being, uh, she used the word, I'm just, I'm just being uh, loopy. And I said, oh, I think she said she, she heard this word. Amen. Hallelujah. So in other words, we transform our mind. So me I'm transforming my mind. Hallelujah. Amen. Faith. And knowing the will of God go hand in hand, as I said earlier. So we have to know the will of God. And I'm going to talk about something that I want you to really to focus on this. We can know the will of God. And we can have faith in knowing who God is. I'm going to say something that is going to really make you think. Going to church and reading your Bible, does that give you faith? Now let me answer it for you yes if you're receiving it by your spirit how people can be sitting in church and their mind can be on something else and they're reading the bible that happens a lot you're reading the bible and also your mind just drifts and you just read three chapters (laughs) you don't remember you don't know what you read right now notice this that's not having faith or that's not receiving faith faith is is when you read the word of god and all of a sudden, that scripture jumps out at you. And all of a sudden, the scripture that you read just jumps out on you, and you say, wow, God, I thank you. I got a revelation. This is my answer for what I've been asking you. Right there, faith has increased in you. Amen? And so let's look at it this way. Going to church and not listening or allowing the Spirit to, to receive the word, you're not growing in faith. you just wasted your time. Amen. But going to church and hearing scripture and saying, wow, get a wow thing, say, wow, this got me. Faith has increased in you. Come on, church. Amen. So make it a habit when you go to church, say, uh-uh, I'm focusing on the Word of God today. I don't care if my roast is on slow cooker. I'm focusing on the Word of God. Amen. I don't care if the, if the debate is on tonight, which is on tonight. I don't care. I'm focusing on the Word. Come on, church. Amen. We got to do that. And it takes practice. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, notice this. We have to know the will of God. Go with me to Ephesians now. So remember, faith and having the will of God go hand in hand, but simply because you read the Bible and go to church, doesn't mean you receive faith. Faith comes when it becomes revelation and you understanding, you're, you're digging deep into that, hallelujah, amen, into the Word of God. Like tonight, we're, our spirit man is growing tonight, it's, it's happening, something's happening in us, hallelujah, amen. So Ephesians, the fifth chapter, <laughs> amen. Verses 8, now notice this, this is going to help us to understand the light that we need to put on the plan of God. Listen to what it says, verses 8, for ye, you, were sometimes darkness, but now are in the light, but now are ye light in the Lord, walk as children of light, amen? Amen? For the fruit of the spirit is all goodness and righteousness and truth, proving what is acceptable unto God and have no fellowship with unfruitful works of darkness. That's what I was telling you earlier. Stay away from all that junk, but rather reprove them. For it is a shame even to speak of those things which are done of them in secret. Verses 13. But all things that are reproved are made manifest by the light. For whosoever doeth make manifest is light. Wherefore he saith, Awake thou that sleepeth, and arise from the dead, and Christ shall give thee light. So then, ye, so then that ye walk circumspectly, not as fools, but wise, redeem in the time because the days are evil wherefore be ye not unwise but understanding what the will of the lord is so in other words having the will of the lord is being in the light and this is where i'm going to tell you where the light is that's where the revelation's at that's where the showing of the will of god is we're to pursue the will of god by the light which is in the lord come on church amen we've got to look inside that light not outside in the darkness and we got to look inside the word of god to get that light now look at me everyone here for a moment listen what i'm going to say you're believing god for something and it's a broad situation it's a Let's, uh, let's say you're, I don't know, whatever it may be, whatever it may be, you're believing God for some and it's broad, it's broad, it's broad, it's broad. How many people know that you can't put your faith on broadness, right? So what do you need? You need the will of the Lord. So you need to put some light on it. Now, uh, folks, with these, look at these spotlights, be careful with your eyes, these spotlights, they send a beam to where... I am or where the speaker stands they send a beam And the purpose for the beam is so that uh, on the television side or the broadcast side they can see clearly if we didn't we'd be dark showing them dark right and, and that's why you see you see sometimes my eyes glow because that I could see it so bright right but I'm used to it but notice this that's the way the will of God is when you when you get into that broad place you need light so that you can know the will of god and so now that broadness becomes so focused and that's where you can put the faith on you know what i'm talking about now notice is uh, you get diagnosed with sugar diabetes well, well listen you know that that already it's sugar diabetes and you know that it's affected your pancreas and you know that, so, so what are you doing? You know it's the will of God that He wants you healed, and you are healed by the stripes of Jesus, right? So you don't have to try to get the, the light to shine on everything. You just need to focus on your pancreas. Come on, church. You see what I'm saying? Pancreas so that your insulin can be normalized, right? So what do you do? You're putting your faith, you're putting your faith on believing God. Father, I thank you that by the stripes of Jesus, I am already healed. My pancreas is healed in Jesus' name. It's healed. It's producing enough insulin. It's controlling me. What are you doing? You have, the, you have a narrow point where to put faith on. But not notice says people say, well, Pastor, I'm, we're believing God for this and this and this. Well, do you have a scripture on it? Well, no, Pastor, we don't have a scripture on it. Well, you haven't put the light on it yet. Well, we do have scripture, Lord, and, and the Lord, what did the Lord tell you? Well, we haven't heard the Lord saying it. Well, you still haven't put light on it. Once you get the light on it, then you're able to narrow in your faith. You're able to put your faith. Do you, do you see what I'm saying? So in other words, know the will of God before making a faith declaration. Come on. It's broad. I want to be dead free. Okay, let's put some light on it. Focus on something, focus on something first. You know how they say when you have all these bills, work on the smallest one first so that you don't get discouraged about paying the big ones, just working the small ones. What are they doing? They're trying to focus you on something. You see what I'm saying? They're trying to focus you on something. This is the way the Word of God works. Focus on, know the will of God before you start making that faith declaration. And I notice this is something that's going to really wake us up about this. Praying and saying is not faith. Praying and saying is not faith. Praying is spending time with God and hearing God's word. Amen. But now saying what you're praying is not going to affect your faith what's going to affect your faith is what you're saying out of your mouth by the word of god over your situation come on church amen to me if you are praying oh let's let's have a prayer meeting so we can pray about this situation let's have a prayer meeting so we can pray about this situation well listen uh, you can pray all you want but there's got to be a point in that time that you're going to put faith on it you got to focus on it amen hallelujah and so this is where we have to end up so in other words praying and saying is not faith Hearing and saying is faith. Write that down if you're taking notes. Hearing the will of God and saying what the Lord says is faith. It's like when we got this building, Uh, you know, we didn't know where we're going to go. We're just asking God, God, put the light on it. Show us what to do. Show us what to do. But we put our faith to action. We started asking God, God, direct our path. And one day we were asking the Lord, Lord, direct our path. Just get a hold of my steering wheel and direct my path and show me where to go. I remember driving down this road. We turned in here. Uh, We saw this church and I pulled back here and I said, Lord, is this it? And I felt such a peace about it. So I laid my hands on this corner, right here on this corner of the building. I said, Father, I believe this is our church in Jesus' name. Three years later, it was sold to us. You see what I'm saying? Now notice, what was it? It was asking, believing, and speaking, but also recognizing the light of God through the word of God. Come on, church. Amen. Look at Romans 10 chapter now. Hearing and saying is faith. You've got to hear the Word of God. You've got to know what God says. And you've got to put some faith on it. Hallelujah. Amen. Too many people are hearing, like Pastor Christine said in prayer, too many people are hearing, but they're not putting any action to it. Uh, people, it's like saying, please turn on the light. Please turn on the light. Please turn on the light. Well, there's a switch. You just go turn it on yourself. Amen. Uh, well, I don't, I don't think we have light in the church. Well, we do. You just got to turn on the switch. And that's the same thing it is with us. Romans, let's go to little Romans, amen. Are Are you getting something, church? Hallelujah, amen. Remember, we're going somewhere. Hallelujah, amen. Romans, the 10th chapter. Hallelujah, amen. Romans 10, verses 1. The Bible says, Brother, in my heart, desire and prayer to God for Israel is that they might be saved. Amen. Are you there? Now notice this. For I bear them record that you have zeal of God, but not according to knowledge. See, they have a zeal, but they, have, they don't know the will of God. For they being ignorant of God's righteousness and going about to establish their own righteousness have not submitted themselves unto the righteousness of God. For Christ is the end of the law of righteousness to everyone that believeth. For Moses described that the righteousness which is of God, the law, that the man which doeth these things shall live by them. But the righteous which is of faith. Remember, not of the law, but of faith. But the righteous, which is of faith, speaketh on this way, say, not in your heart, who shall ascend into heaven, that is to bring Christ down from above, or who shall descend into the deep, that is to bring up Christ again from the dead. But what saith it, the word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth and in thy heart, that is the word of faith, which we preach, which I'm preaching to you now that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thy heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Folks, let me say it again. Hallelujah. Come on, church. The Bible says, if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus Christ and shalt believe in thy heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Well, yes, be saved from what you're asking God. Yes, salvation. Yes, believe in God by faith. But confessing Jesus, confessing the word of God, the word of faith, you shall be saved. Come on, church. Amen. Amen. Need a new job? Confess Jesus over that new job. Confess the faith of God over that new job. Amen. So Amen. you shall be with a job. Amen. If you're believing God for something, put Jesus in it and speak the word of God, and you shall have what you're believing, just like you got saved. How many, people got, how many people are saved? Raise your hand. How did you get saved? By seeing Jesus? No. By, by believing in Him, right? Accept Him in your heart, but also, you, did, you, ha- you can't forget this, you confessed Him with your mouth. So why can't we confess what the Word is saying? Amen. Can you say amen? Hallelujah. And you, listen to what it says in verses, uh, let's look at verses 14. Hallelujah. Amen. How then shall they call on Him who they have not believed? question and how shall they believe on him who they have not heard how shall they hear without a preacher amen thank god for for the word of god amen and how shall they preach except they be sent as it is written how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things but notice what it says here notice what it says here but they have not all obeyed the gospel it's like today You can hear faith preaching, you can hear faith scriptures, you can hear and get excited in the service, but you're not hearing, you're not obeying, you rejected the Lord. You may say, Pastor, I have never rejected the Lord. You rejected the Lord in your faith walk. Come on, church, amen. So in other words, but they have not obeyed the gospel, for Isaiah said, Lord, who hath believed our report? So then faith, he's talking about faith, cometh. By hearing and hearing by the word of God, which is the anointed word of God. Say with me the anointed word of God. Amen. But I say, have ye not heard? Yes, verily their sound went into all the earth and their words unto the ends of the world. But I say, did not Israel know? Or or can I say it this way? Yes, but did not the church know? First, Moses saith, I will provoke you to jealousy by them that are uh, that are no people, and by a foolish nation I will anger you. But Isaiah is very bold and saith, I found of them that sought me not. I was made manifest of them that asked not after me. But to Israel he saith, all day long I have stretched forth my hand unto a disobedient and gainsaying people. It's the same thing today. God is saying the same thing today. I provided a way for you out. I provided Jesus a way for you to to overcome any obstacle. But you're not hearing. You're not believing. You're going into other things. Other things. And that's where the church most uh, religious religion is teaching. People are teaching. You know, I was in a hospital, a waiting room, and waiting to go pray for a sister. And her husband says, "Well, I sure hope she gets healed." And I looked at him and I said, "Oh my God, you just don't want your wife living, do you?" He said, "Pastor, that's rude." I said, "No, you have to say what the word says. That's your wife. She's not my wife." It's your wife say what the word says say she's healed in the name of Jesus and go in there and cast the devil out and lay hands on her and say arise from this deathbed in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. How can you say the scripture says they're not listening. Now notice let me ask you this and, and I want you to really examine your heart. Are we listening? Are we listening? I think we should. It sure will make life easier for all of us. And your walk with God will be plenteous, blessed, full of love. Hallelujah. Amen. Come on, church. Amen. Come on. So in other words, listen to this. It's not possible to have faith without hearing. And it's also not possible to please God without faith. You can't please God without faith. How many people want to please God? I do. I know you do. I know you do. Amen. Remember, we're going somewhere. We're we're going from no faith to little faith to great faith. Amen. So we're getting ready for Jesus. Amen. Uh, We're getting ready. When Jesus comes, man, we're getting ready. Hallelujah. Amen. I want him to say, Oasis, you guys had faith. Hallelujah. While you were waiting on me. Amen. (laughs) Amen. I don't want him to say, well, pastor, listen, I know you were talking about something that was important, but it's not as important as teaching them faith. You got to have, they got to have faith. Amen. Hallelujah. Say with me, amen. Amen. So, it's not possible to have faith without hearing, and it's not possible to please God without faith. So, altogether, say with me, faith comes by hearing about Him. And notice this. It comes by hearing about the person, which is God. Faith is God. God is faith, right? So, we have to realize this. It's about hearing the person. God operated faith. And listen to this. God... Operated in faith and is still operating in faith. Jesus operated in faith and is still operating in faith. You're operating in faith and you will always be operating in faith Amen, so faith never stops uh, uh, I heard a, a pastor say the other day and I, and I got it in my heart. I know what he meant. He said that's what we're supposed to be doing That's who we are. We're Christians That's what we're supposed to be doing, amen? So let me say it this way. That's what we're supposed to be doing, walking in faith. Amen, hallelujah. So faith comes by hearing about him. It comes by hearing from him, not just reading your Bible, as I said earlier, and going to church. Now, now I want you to examine. When you read the Bible, read it so that you can get knowledge of who God is. Amen? And if you stumble some chapters and you just don't know what you read, well, go back and read it over again until you find jesus or god in that scripture amen just keep going back to it i do that sometimes i'm reading and also my mind just goes and i just reread a chapter i'm gonna go back i said "Ah, i'm going back mind you you skipped something important so i'm starting all over again (laughs) amen and your mind will stay with it amen faith in god is what he told you amen what did god tell you what did god tell you about a certain situation put the light on the word of god on it amen You can't believe and put your faith on something unless you hear from God. I couldn't believe for this church and put my faith on it unless I heard from God. Remember I started seeing 1111, 1111, that was the beginning of something. And I said, I see 1111. I kept telling the church, I'm seeing 1111. I'm seeing 1111. What does 1111 mean? The Lord showed me in Deuteronomy 1111. So I put my faith on that scripture. Lord, you're telling me you're, you're taking us to a beautiful place. What happened to my belief? I started believing, we're gonna get a beautiful place. I kept saying it for years. We're gonna get a beautiful place. It's a beautiful place, church. It's a beautiful place. It's a beautiful place. I kept saying it my wife finally says, do you see anything else but a beautiful place? I said, nope, it's a beautiful place. It's a beautiful place. Until one day I saw a red building, a building, this kind of building. Uh, the, the wall, and I said, oh, I see it now, I see it now, I see it now, hallelujah, it's a beautiful place, and I see it's red, it's a brick building, I see it, 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 amen, until finally it manifested, amen, hallelujah, so you can't believe and put your faith on something unless you hear from God, get a word from God about something, say, Father, you say that you'll meet my need, you'll give me the desires of my heart, so Lord, it's broad, so Lord, I need, I need help in this, sir, I need you to put light on something, I need specific, Lord. I just don't want to ask you for anything. I need specific, Lord. Put a light on it, Lord. And all of a sudden, just wait for that specific. Once that specific starts, then put your faith on it. Put your faith on it. Put your faith on it. Amen. Put your faith on. It. Talk about it. Talk about it. Talk about it. Say it. Say it. Say it. Say it. Amen. Rehearse it. Rehearse it until you finally get it. Till you finally believe it. Hallelujah. Amen. See, the more that you say it, the more that you believe it. So say it. Say it. Say it. Say it. Say it. Uh, you know. Uh, you know. Like I told you about that motorcycle. You know, the, it's, it's broad. It's a big thing to. It's broad to. There's so many motorcycles out there, right? So many motorcycles. But you gotta know what you want. And, and so I put my. I put my. I put my faith on what I heard God say. Okay. And guess what? Boy, I tell you, it was the most sweetest thing that came through. It came so fast. Hallelujah. God direct. Just like this church. Everything was so beautiful right on time. uh, You know, my wife, we got her a car. Oh, gosh, I can tell you. I'm going to let her tell you about that miracle. She I remember her putting her faith. It took her months. She was believing God. I don't think she told anybody she was just believing God, believing God until finally uh, she she said, I know what God wants me to have. I know. And so she put her faith on it. She took off in it. And by the time you know, it's there. Hallelujah. Amen. And listen, it's so wonderful what God does. Amen. So you can't believe and put your faith on something unless you hear from God. And then this, and I'm going to close now. It says, but if you hear from him, God, if you hear something from him, you can't believe you, excuse me, you can believe and put your faith on it. Believe him. What does it do? It puts you in confidence. To know that he's, he's, he's a God that, that is truthful. Notice this. When God says something, it's like taking it to the bank. He said it and that settles it. I don't care. That's what God said. It doesn't matter. God said it. Now the timing, you've got to be patient with that timing. Because see, there could be other people involved in this. You don't see what I'm saying? There could be other things involved. You just put your faith on it. Put your faith on it. Put your faith on it. Amen. Come on, church. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. Glory to God. Come on, church. Amen. Glory to God. Did you get something, church? Hallelujah. Let's go ahead and stand up. Amen. Hallelujah. Give the praise. Father, we praise you in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, notice this. It's very important. Get the will of the Lord. How How do I know the will, pastor? By the Word of God. Don't get the will any other way. Don't go get the will by, and and you know, sometimes people mean well, but they don't say the right thing, and they won't tell you the right thing. They don't mean to tell you wrong. They just don't know any better. You say, go to the word, go to the word, go to the word, go to the word, and listen to your spirit man. Your spirit man comes alive when you talk about faith. So your spirit man is going to bear witness faith. Your spirit man will, will bear witness when it's not a faith. It's false. Why? Because your spirit man is so sensitive now. So once your spirit man is, comes alive, oh, Jesus, I like to say it this way. Man, the wind is in your, way, in your sail. Man, just stay with it. Now notice this. Uh, d- does it mean that we stop building our faith muscles when we get the will of God, when we get the thing that we believe in God? No. You just keep moving in faith. Keep moving in faith. You know what I'm saying? Keep moving in faith. Keep believing God. Pastor Nancy says she's always asking god for a new project before her first project's not finished and i said whoa that's faith moving ahead and completing projects by faith amen hallelujah father we thank you we thank you for your word hallelujah we thank you father for faith has increased in us god oh jesus father thank you that it's it's the privilege of believers A faith, people, to have the light of the glorious gospel of Jesus upon our life. Father, I thank you that you give us your will. You show us things in your word. And, Father, you're teaching us how to put faith on it, Lord. Like tonight, Father, we put faith into this message. Father, you're speaking to us, Lord. And, Father, I thank you that we know your will by the word. And now we understand faith by the word. And Father, I thank you, Jesus, that we're growing in faith. I thank you, Father, that we're world overcomers. Yes, Lord, we said world overcomers. Father, not just Oklahoman overcomers, world overcomers, Lord. Father, I thank you, Jesus, we serve a big God, a big God, hallelujah, oh, Jesus, God, you made the heavens and the earth. Oh, Father, you made everything for us, God. And for us, God, not for the angels, definitely not for Satan, but for us, your creation. God-like people, people of speaking spiritual things. God, you made it for us. And Father, I give you praise In the name of Jesus, hallelujah. Let's just pray in the spirit right now, all of us, hallelujah. Watching by telecast, pray in the spirit right now, hallelujah. Yes, God said, God said he's a big God, hallelujah, amen. We don't serve a little God. We serve a big God. Oh Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Oh sikata. Thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Yes, sir. Thank you, Father. Oh Oh Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank, you, thank you. Lord, thank you, Lord Jesus. I give you praise. Thank you, Father. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Thank you, Father.. Hallelujah. You... Oh Hallelujah. Oh, Father, Hallelujah. I remember, when we first moved to Oklahoma City, I stood on a wall at Lake Hefner, and I made a declaration. I didn't care who was watching. I just climbed the wall. Pastor Christine thought, hey, don't get too close to the edge. you fall into the river or the lake. And I made a faith declaration, a loud declaration. And, you know, God reminds me of that declaration. I see the fulfillment as time goes by. And I know that declaration is not complete until, until, until there's a certain time that I know it's going to take place. But what I'm trying to say is, I hear the Lord saying, "You've got to make a decoration. You have to shout it in your house. You're gonna to have to shout it. You're gonna to have to shout it to where it, it literally, literally causes an earthquake of the spiritual sense, where it breaks down walls that have been built up over your lives. In other words, the shouting like Joshua when shouted when they broke down the walls of Jericho. You see what I'm saying?" That, that wall, that's what we got to do. I hear the Lord saying, and listen to what I'm saying. I hear the Lord saying that you've got to make a declaration, but a declaration that comes from your inner spirit, man, and makes a declaration. I don't care if your neighbor's here. I don't care where you do it. You just make a shout, a shout, a roaring shout, and make a declaration over your life, over your life. I, I don't know how. Let the Lord do it, show you where. My, I stood on the edge of Lake Hefner. Looked at the lake, raised my hands for heaven, and made a declaration. Amen. And it was so loud that my inner man, my spirit, my, my body was shaking. I shook that. And literally, literally, I'm seeing breakthrough. It's almost like a wave, like a tsunami, still working. And I hear the Lord say, we have to do this. Would you do that for homework? Every one of you do that. Now I'm talking about get your shout. Just you don't say, well, Pastor, get your shout. I'm talking about shout. Amen. Amen. And do that in the spirit. Amen. Father, we thank you. Amen. 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 Amen.